you for joining us. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> wow. Well, well, thank you for joining us. Uh, welcome to... No, really, thank you. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah. Thank you, India. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you, silence. It's uh, Alanis. Alanis Morissette. She oh. was naked standing in the street. Uh, okay. It was, it's a whole... It's a thing. It it's, is. <laughs> It's a risky place to be naked, but you know, that's, yeah, that's the video. That's what she chose to do. I was mm-hmm. like, well, okay, go, mm-hmm. go ahead with your bad self. She, she is white. <laughs> She's Canadian, actually. So <laughs> it's a, a special kind of white. It's a, it's an acceptable kind of white. Right. It's a Canadian white. Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. The Canadian white. And I don't know how this map native works. habitat. What? I don't know how this map works, but oh, it maps the math maps. It, it does. Mm-hmm. Math is mathing. Okay. Okay. So at some point, you and I will have a little hyper studio day. You'll just show me the graphs. Yeah. 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 Canadian white. Okay. American white. Problem. Problem. Yeah. 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 Problematic. Uh-huh. It's it's true about America. Like I know a lot of my closest friends uh, were not born in this country. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. You know. Um. Oh, but. But we didn't finish our introduction. Thank right. you for joining us on uh, this episode of Everything's Fine. Everything is fine. With Georgia mm-hmm. and Yoni. Jo- yeah. yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, yeah. How are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And before we get started, I just wanted to ask Georgia, did you want a stuffed mushroom by any chance? Like, did you want to try one of the stuffed mushrooms that I made, like, just just a second ago? Um. Because <laughs> I'm going to reach over and grab one for myself right now. Uh-huh. They're going to be, you know... In the vicinity, they're gonna be they're gonna be delicious. Okay, I'm just gonna put one on my plate here. All right, you know, I, put I, another little one on my plate. Okay, and uh, I'll sp- take I'll take the bowl and I'll try one of your stuffed mushrooms. All right, and even I'm though gonna, I'm nervous, I'm gonna sprinkle a little onion salt that I love on it because I realized I didn't quite salt them enough after all that. But depends on really what your level is, what you like salt. My salt tolerance has gotten lower. Oh, over so that's, the years. that's better then. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're sounding like you're, I'm, you're in the basement. I tied you up and I made you answer this question. That's kind of how I feel. <laughs> um, I was just hesitant to try your... to try your. Uh... I'm just paying it forward, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you asked me... Um, it was that one day you were like, Listen, I'm a, I'm a black woman who dates white men and you're a white man who dates black women. We're in your apartment drinking and recording a podcast alone. How do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. So I feel like me saying, would you like a stuffed mushroom? Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's very equivalent. They're both very close to each other in the emotional. Right. Um, but I, I am learning how, uh, <laughs> I'm understanding how just general questions that men ask women <laughs> can just be traumatic without even having any context <laughs> uh, that we would understand. Yeah, of course Because all the answers that you might give might lead to more problems yeah, yeah. in the conversation. I was just talking about this, you know, with a friend of mine. There's no way you could have known that as a child that was beaten with mushrooms. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. It was a stick that was uh, a composite, like, cork mm. made out of dried mushroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to this very day, it gives me PTSD. Yep, and he just yelled shiitake. <laughs> You know. I'll beat the shiitake out of you. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! We did it. We did. It. We fin- finished with the dad joke. We did the thing. It's been the dad jokes have just been rolling out. I feel mm-hmm. like for the whole thing. Right. Um. Yeah. I, I'm just. Um. That's. I think that's my superpower. Is dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. So are you an, actually? An, are you an extrovert, introvert, introvert, or ambivert? Oh, there is an ambi. Mm-hmm. How long has ambi been a thing in terms of uh, awareness? About the same as the gender stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We're always just going to go back right, to the Right, right, right. <laughs> well, Ambi, I, I, I feel like I'm Ambi by everything, just by proxy, just by just by the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. You know, just being so, I think that's kind of, that's a that's a trick in a way, or that's like um, an easy answer right off the top. But like the amount of moving around I did um, and not having siblings and just kind of figuring a lot of that stuff out mm-hmm. made me very adaptive. Like I'm better at changing than I am at remaining the same. Mm. Yeah. That's why I'm always, I get a different haircut. I'm like, well, you know, let's just let it grow for a while and then like, it'll be longer and then I'll have a different look and then I'll trim that and then I'll wait another six months and then I'll shave my head and then I'll, it's just always, I'm always changing. Are you uncomfortable with, does it feel like stagnation when things are the same for too long? I, I don't, I don't notice that feeling. I mean, I just sort of feel like, uh, you know. If it's there, I don't, I don't see that. It just sort of feels like, well, why would I stay the same? 
You know what I mean? It feels like everything is sort of. <laughs> this is why we're gonna have the video cast know, eventually because yeah, we gotta catch we gotta, we gotta her roll in her eyes. We gotta do. That. I didn't. I didn't roll my eyes. At they my... darted around. <laughs> no. They darted. They did like a triangle. No. Yeah. They my went, like, head. Up my left, head tilted down. Went northwest, and my eyes... northeast, and back down south. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good with cardinal directions or or, <laughs> or, or the clock or the New York. Or no the one clock uses directions. directions so I have to. You have to give me landmarks. Right. Got you. <laughs> right, left, and landmarks. Right. You is how went I doorway, it. window, all the exits. <laughs> I checked all the exits as soon as I said I don't like staying the same, and I totally understand. Like that's kind of like. This thing where one of the things that my uh, now ex-wife asked me when we were getting to know each other, she was like, because I shaved my head back then when we were getting to know each other. And she was like, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. It was very much like, a, from what I know, changing something like that in a dramatic way has to do with like something you're going through and like you wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, process something. So that was the question, mm-hmm. you know. Usually, and, usually more with women, but like women are more likely to do the the chop is what it's called. Mm-hmm. When a woman, usually it's a breakup or something like that. The right. woman does the quote unquote the chop, mm-hmm. and that has morphed over the past couple of decades into the pixie cut, and then morphed into the blonde pixie. So What's the pixie cut. The pixie is similar to what you have right now, just a I got little a pixie cut. A little bit, lo- a little bit longer. <laughs> And, and when you put product in it, so it's a little spiky. Okay. That's the pixie cut. So mine is like an analog pixie cut. Right. No product. Right, right. You're, you're basically like a crew cut or a Caesar There's or some coconut like oil in here, but that's about no, it. No, good, no, more than that. <laughs> more than that. But uh, I don't know if you if you know a couple years ago, um, Katy Perry chopped off her hair and dyed it blonde. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the blonde that's pixie. The blonde pixie. Okay. And I think she's a very attractive woman, but not everyone looks good with short hair. And sure. she's one of them. <laughs> so she is one of them. <laughs> she's one yeah, of yeah. them. She needs longer hair. Oh, I see. I didn't understand that. I think yeah, that no, she's no, one no. of the people that looks good with short hair. No. Okay. She's not. Yeah, I don't people. actually remember seeing those photos. Yeah, you know? yeah. She was an American Idol with it. It's right. Before the baby, and okay. it's been growing out since. I think it's it's back to nor- normal, right. quote unquote, normal now. Right. But so uh, she chopped it off, and everyone was like, mm. "Yeah." The funny, the, <laughs> the, no, not every I. Well, I don't know what everyone thought, but I was like, Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-
clearly and sometimes you can't mm-hmm. and but like i'll talk about it every time so i will talk about it and then you can't hear it and i'm like well this sounds weird right but then the next time i'll talk about it and you can hear it so i don't know what the difference is right so the, for, for the everyone listening i just want to say i have just been polite the whole time there have been no trains and i was just letting you feel like there were trains oh my time. god so your 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 mind was just kind of creating those but like it's been okay please don't gaslight me <laughs> <laughs> please don't do that <laughs> I actually don't live near a train station at all, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's a bike store. It's a bike so, store. So um, it's just been a whole different set of sounds, and mm-hmm. nobody's heard of you. Okay, just ma- <laughs> just making sure that I'm the crazy one. All right, I see where this is going. No, yes, I, um, yeah. Uh, no, no, I like it. I like it. Uh, keeps things fresh and inner, you know, interesting. The train sounds or the gaslighting? Both. Oh wow! <laughs> all right. <laughs> So, so when I first came in, we, I started, I brought up, um, my issue that I have with in between vehicles, in between vehicles where it's, it's very annoying to ride around the city with people on scooters, like who usually they're, they're, they're door dashers or, you know, delivery people. Usually it's delivery people. Sometimes it's not. And the differences between pedestrians, uh, bicyclists, as you are one, you have a bike yeah, and, um, Scooters or small motorcycles. There's yeah. there's a different right, culture right, right. It's a gray area. of sharing their and the thing. But here's it's not though. No, like it's it's, it's, it's treated it's, like know, a gray area. I know area. that legally they <laughs> think they came up with something to cure that gray area ness, <laughs> right. but culturally it's a gray area. Mm-hmm. It's just there's not there's not the enforcement power or the desire or the whatever else needs to be to happen to make that function. Yeah. Because, like, the way they, they monitor it is, I think it's, like, something to do with the engine size and or top speed of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So you don't need a sep- anything separate than a regular Class D driver's license if you want to ride one of the Rebel scooters or any kind of mm-hmm. scooter that can't go on the highway. Right. So if it can't go fast enough to go on the highway and you're prevented from going on the bridges, like Rebel mm-hmm. says, uh, you can't take the bridges in New York City, then, um, yeah, you're in this area where you are on a vehicle that you can weave through other vehicles and get to where you're going much quicker at your own peril because mm-hmm. you have no walls around you. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I, I feel like cars are, um, uh, in addition to, of course, like the, the shitty drivers that are on scooters that are just taking advantage and getting in the way, I'm not disagreeing that they're not there and that they're not even in high numbers. They are in high numbers. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't understand why we can't just play the gray area and get to where we're going faster. You know, if we can do that without being dicks about it, and I think I pull that off. <laughs> so I'm going to, at some your, point, I'm going to start. On your bike, though. On both. Your... Both vehicles. Well, you have a scooter? No, I re- re- use the Revel scooters. What? What? The ones you can rent, kind of like, um, uh, yeah, okay, they yes. park it on the street. Yeah, okay. So I pick them up and I ride them all the time. I rode them this weekend. Mm. And uh, I'll be behind the car until I the car is okay. holding me up too much. And then I'll just go right into the bike lane if there are no bikers in it. If there are bikers in it, and let's say there's more than one, I just literally sit there and wait. And then if I'm still sitting there and waiting and I can fit between the car and the parked cars, I, I, I have no reason not to go. And if the light is red and I look both ways and no one's coming, I cross the red light. I have run hundreds of red lights mm-hmm. in this city alone. <laughs> in this city alone. I'm not going to say about the other cities. Because it's a scooter. It's a scooter. Okay. Like, if you want to take your life in your hands, you should be able to break those rules. That's what I think. Okay. I, now I understand why you have the perspective you did, because you didn't explain that you were one of these people that I complain about. I thought I was like, I why, the first why do you thing think I said. it's a... No, no. I knew, you, I knew you had a bicycle. I didn't oh, know I that, see. You wrote, that you were a scooterer. Definitely. <laughs> you were a scooterer. Yeah. I, it was probably because I was just like, you, were, you just arrived and I was also cooking. Um, I probably just didn't say that clearly. But I mean, really... Yeah, absolutely. No. So here, here I was trying to say like I have I this is why I'm against you on this is because I am I'm I'm doing this all the time. The mm-hmm. thing that you don't like I'm doing it all yeah. the time. Yeah. I did it all the way home. I forgot my charger at work today. I had to go get it. I took the rebel scooter there and back. I um, all the way there and back. I ran red lights. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> I ran over a baby, you know. I didn't run over shit, <laughs> except for a pothole. <laughs> I was a responsible red light runner. Right, exactly. That's right. Um, here's, that's a lot of R's, the, actually. The, I'm sorry to all of my pe- friends who are not white. That's a lot of R's. <laughs> I, um, 
you don't have to be against me. You could very much so be like, no, I agree with you. Like, scooter, people on scooters um, should obey the same rules that we, that cars and trucks have to obey. I don't. I run red lights all the time. I weave in and out of, in and out of traffic and in and out of the bike lane all the time. Oh, I don't think I should okay. be able to. I'm just saying that you could not disagree with me, but continue the behavior. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I want to tell you the truth. No, but it's, I'm not. No, I'm yeah. just. But I'm saying you. You could be like, yeah, I I agree that it sucks. I'm still gonna do it. You know what I, I mean? I don't think it sucks. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just I, I I couldn't say that because I don't think that. Mm. <laughs> Like I, I can't do it for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, as but, much so, but as I someone would love else to. out there could could have could have that cognitive dissonance to be like, oh, I'm one of those people. I probably shouldn't do it. I'm gonna keep doing it though. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. So, so someone else out there might. I'm just saying it's I okay. It's okay to to have those disparate ideas. Okay. And just kind of live in the gray area. You know. Okay. But you you're not in the gray area. You are like I'm I, I'm doing this and I think it's okay. I'm not in the gray area in my opinion. That scooters rest in the gray area okay. <laughs> of vehicles, and that there, I do think that there may be a way to accurately set up streets with civil engineers and city planners that they might be able to find a way to create rules that make sense for scooters. I okay. I don't think Go our ahead. society has that. Meanwhile, while I ride around in the society that we have, uh, I started off obeying the rules, and I was like, none of these scooters are doing any of this shit, and. I'm getting the feeling because I'm watching scooters run red lights while cops are watching them run red lights. Cops are pulled up in the car, not doing anything. So I'm seeing the city react in this way. Mm -hmm. And then I choose to try it myself. And then I'm like, absolutely, this makes sense to me. This is why New York is New York and not the rest of the country. Because it's a little more European. It's got like cities like Amsterdam where they have literally bike rush hour. And there... Bikers do, I'm, I'm guessing, most of the time follow the rules because cars also respect bikers in Amsterdam. But here, it's like, doesn't matter what vehicle you're on, whether there's a bike lane or not, some car is just going to be upset that you are getting somewhere faster than they are. Like, to me, this is this city, New York City, is the biggest collection of pettiness hmm. in terms of driving energy. And I've ridden my bike in Minneapolis, Chicago, New York, Berlin, Tel Aviv, L.A., I've been around a couple of places. New York City, it's not like, um, I always feel like cars are trying to teach me a lesson. <laughs> like, they'll just slightly move over to the right. If we're coming up on a red light and they're the third car waiting, and I, they know I can pass them, whether I'm on a bike or a scooter, they know that I can use that space, they'll just pretend like they were drifting and not paying attention. They'll do the perfect thing that is not incriminatable. You know what I mean? I can't. I can't say because mm -hmm. it wasn't obvious. Mm -hmm. I can't say that you you got it got in my way. Mm -hmm. But look at that! You just had to stop right here, and you had to you had to erase the exact amount of space I needed on either side to get past you, mm -hmm. unless I want to get, go in a danger zone and go into oncoming traffic. Mm -hmm. How does that happen that often? Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, it happens. I ride forty miles a week in the summer. It's just like it's just like I I I don't I I see I want what I want to know from you is. When you're driving and you see you see scooters kind of switch between bike lane and wherever they're supposed to be and the car, how much of it is is getting in the way of your vehicle? Okay, so the the first thing I want to address is every person has a set of rules they're supposed to follow. Pedestrians have pedestrian rules. Bikers have not bikers. Bicyclists have. I already disagree with you, but. <laughs> but that, you don't think pedestrians have pedestrian rules? I mean, I live in New York City for a reason, where I go diagonally and I don't go a perfect predict perpendicular thing just to be in the crosswalk. I go diagonally and I'll weave in between cars and I don't follow the rules when I cross the street. Okay, so, so pedestrian. It's not. It's right? not that you. So you're not disagreeing that you're disagreeing that the rules exist. You're disagreeing that like they matter. I'm saying that actually, as a driver, as a biker, as a person driving a scooter, and as a pedestrian, I break all of those rules. And I appreciate that there are certain things in this city in particular that is understandable. But you're acknowledging that the rules exist. Oh yeah. Okay. I know so there. so so let's. <laughs> I know they're there. So so let's just establish that there are rules for right. pedestrians. Yes, there are. Bicyclists, scooters, yeah. and motor vehicles. Sure. Okay. So that's that's four four planes of rules. Yes. Ruleness that all have to contend with each other. Yes. Okay. So. My issue is when you're a pedestrian, right, 
you are just a pedestrian. You can't become a bike. You can't become a scooter. You can't become a vehicle. Sure. You, you, and if you don't follow pedestrian rules or you're not on the lookout for the vehicles that are, that are not following the rules and that could hurt you, yeah. you have to be vigilant because as you said, you don't have any walls around. Right, right, right. 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 Yeah. So, so it's easy to look at a pedestrian doing the wrong thing. Like, like the, the pedestrian who you hit with your bike because they weren't looking when you were coming. Yeah. And I assume that you had the right of way or I'm not sure exactly what happened. Yeah, it was going on the road. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's like clear cut, even Mm -hmm. though, yes, I understand like jaywalking, blah, blah, blah. You know, I understand. This was an intersection with a stop sign, no light. And he was crossing from the sidewalk perpendicular to me um and he was with his group of friends and he was laughing so hard that he stumbled into the street okay so it didn't even he wasn't even trying to cross he yeah just, he and just when, got I'm, in the when street. I'm riding like I'm paying attention to everything so they didn't even have the energy of they were going to cross they were just giggling mm. they were moving in that direction yeah but then all of a sudden his speed ramped up as he started to laugh harder and he literally stumbled into the street okay in my way and so they're like yeah yeah I just, like, I, I slowed down at the beginning of the intersection. Afterwards, I sped up when I saw no cars were coming. Because I don't go to a full stop when I'm on the bike with the stop sign. Um, but, like, I slowed down, see no cars are coming. It's late at night. It's dark. It's really easy to see cars coming. And then as I speed up, that's afterwards, right, when I'm on the other side of the intersection, when he fell out from the sidewalk onto the street and I hit it. Okay. So that's what happened. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's easy to figure out when a pedestrian is in the wrong. It's also easy, right. easier, easy, pretty easy to figure out when a motor vehicle is in the wrong. Sure. There's, there's clear cut rules that I'm sure everyone breaks, yeah, but there, yeah. there are clearer cut right. rules for pedestrians and motor vehicles. Right. And then in the middle yeah. are the bicyclists right. and the scooters. And my issue is people, particularly on scooters, like to decide when they're vehicle, when they're motor vehicles Absolutely. and when they're bicycle, bicycles. Right. right. 100%. <laughs> and I, I don't know what's going on in your head when you think that you can use the rules of motor vehicles versus using the rules of a bicycle. I don't know when that switch happens in your head, right. but like I'm not the kind of person to get to get in the way of anyone trying to go around me. Uh, a, a scooter weaving in and out of traffic. If you can fit, you fit. Sometimes you don't fit, and sometimes you hit my mirror. You know what I mean? So like you still like try to do the thing right. that makes it so you're not damaging people's property. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, my issue comes with the like running of the red lights and mm-hmm. the and the going around it, because you can go faster that you can um you can pick up faster from a dead stop than I can if you're behind right. me and I'm like making a left or a right yeah. and you decide to go around me faster putting yourself and me in danger right, right, because right. you you're my blind spot I might right. you know and yes I look behind me to make sure you're there but in the moment that I turn around and then try to make the turn if you try to go around me and I'm not yeah. looking at you anymore right. that's my problem is like wait if you're a vehicle and you're behind me, mm-hmm. you can't try to get around. If you were a car, you couldn't do that. Right. You couldn't try Absolutely. to get around me right. <laughs> because I'm in front of you. Absolutely. So that kind of stuff bothers me, when, and especially when it's because it, ha- it on happened that. on the on the way here where there is a left turn arrow. There's mm-hmm. a left arrow that is that right. goes green and red. Right. So when it when it's red. The scooter behind me is like, well, I'm just gonna go, and right. it's like you don't know if a car is coming the other way. If if the yeah. if the arrow is red, making a left, it's it's hard to calculate what the what uh signals the other intersections have. Sure. You know what I mean? Right, so stuff right, right. like that that like that's dangerous is yep. is what is a problem that I have with that. I totally agree with that. I, I I just think that what I said earlier is what I was trying to cover is that if you are a vehicle that's using two different systems of rules. You are subservient to those rules. Mm-hmm. So even if you decide to break them, you have to understand. I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but you have to break it intelligently <laughs> and, yeah. and respectfully. That's kind of the key. Like, if I am in a situation where I can fit on the right of someone and I can go, I'm only saying I can go because I assume that person's going straight because their blinker is not, not on. on. Yeah. If I see their intention, I am not going to mess with that. Yeah. That's how I break the rules in my opinion, respectfully and intelligently, mm-hmm. is that I will definitely use the space if it's not being used. Right. If any space is being used, I can't use it. Yeah. And if the and the driver has to let me know they're gonna use that space. Yeah. So as long as that's and that's the, the other big problem in New York City is that for some reason drivers love not using their blinkers correctly. Yeah. They love it. <laughs> they love it. They <laughs> do it and and it's it's specifically using it incorrectly. It's not just that nobody uses blinkers. Mm-hmm. 
they turn it on a half a second before they before do the it. turn. Yeah. Or they use blinkers when they're about to do something like super illegal. Yeah. It's like if you see a New York driver using their blinker responsibly, it means something worse is about to happen. <laughs> they're going to go like in this weird U-turn three-point shit yeah. and take up traffic for a second if they're giving you that much notice. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I had to go around to find the parking spot that I passed, okay? <laughs> like I passed it and I thought I was going to fit closer to the street that you live on, right. but, I, but I was like... Like, I was like uh, six inches too close to the, and I will park very, very close to a hydrant, but I, I never pass those poles that are on the side right. of the hydrant. I'm always beyond right. the poles, right? Right. But I was a, I was a couple inches into the poles, and yeah. I, and it looked, you know, you eye it, and you're like, oh, I could fit there, right. and I couldn't. So I had to make a three-point turn. Yep. But of course, I waited for traffic on both sides to clear mm-hmm. up, and there are lights at both ends of the block, and they were red to make sure that other cars weren't sure. coming anyway. Sure, sure. So, like, I still, you know, but I also grew up in Staten Island. It's, like, it's not really part of New York City. Right, right. That's where I learned to drive, <laughs> so I'm not the person that puts on the blinker, like, right Right, right before I go. Right. I was in the city um, a couple days ago, and I don't understand what happened or why this guy was mad at me, but there was a scooter beh- behind me, like not to the side, behind me. Yeah, right. And I was getting ready to make a right, but there's that red bus lane where it's like the bus lane and you have to use it as a turning lane. Right. And cars and taxis kind of park there, mm-hmm. double park there. Sure. So it's that extra lane, but he wasn't in that extra lane. I looked in the in my mirror. He was behind me. Right. I'm like, okay, he's a vehicle. Uh-huh. I'm getting ready to make a right turn. There's a car in front of me also making a right turn. Yeah. I start, I put on my blinker and I start making the turn. That's when he decides to go around me on the right uh-huh. as I'm making a right turn and starts yelling at me like, what are you doing? I'm right. like, sir, mm-hmm. do you not understand how long this has been a Wendy's? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't, but I don't understand what his problem was. I right. couldn't, there, I couldn't, un, I couldn't get in his brain and right. figure out what he thinks I did wrong. Right, right, right. I mean, I would, I would bet that it has to do with something petty. <laughs> that's what I bet. Because that's the energy on, on between vehicles in New York City. It's like people will slow down or speed up or lean to the right or veer to the left or whatever, especially if it gets in your way. Mm-hmm. Like I think one of my, I think the favorite move of a New York driver is to just be at that perfect chill speed until the light hits yellow and yeah. then you speed up and then make sure you, you've got the whole block to yourself while everybody else has to stop behind you. Yeah. Petty drivers in this town. Yeah. In this town, <laughs> in this little podunk town, this little, uh. It's just like, yeah, it's so vindictive. Everything is about like making sure you get your space and you can drive how you want. Don't let anybody tell you what to do and also make sure nobody gets there faster than you. That's not, I don't have that issue. I I have no problem with scooters wanting to get someplace faster. The problem is doing it disrespectfully. Yeah. And and then expecting everyone else to just understand your thought process. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't like I don't like it. It makes me nervous. It gives me anxiety. And mm-hmm. also, you're the one who's gonna get hurt if we collide. Right. You're the one who's going to get hurt. Right, right, right. So I don't wanna be your and also that would make me late. I'm trying to get somewhere. I don't right. wanna hit you and then have to stop and wait for an ambulance and make sure that you survive. That's not my problem. <laughs> That's your problem. Because you're the one who decided I'm gonna be a bicycle on the left turn red arrow and I'm just gonna go left right. from behind three cars because right. I can. Right. And who cares if a vehicle's coming towards me? Right. I'm I have the right of way because I'm the scooter. And if someone <laughs> hits me, it'll be their fault. It's like, that, that may not be true. I Yeah, no, I understand that 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 frustration very much. Because I, I just think, like, every time I switch... Because even without the scooters, I would get into the car lanes as a biker. Mm-hmm. If there's a moment where there's something where I can use the car lane to my advantage. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I just do it. But all I do is that I just make sure that I don't slow anybody down or get any, anybody's way. Mm-hmm. Like that is a significant part of the decision that I'm making. Like I'm not going to make sure because I can bike fast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be going on this left turn green arrow shit that everybody's like, why is there a bike in front of me? But I'm like, really? Only thing that happened to you is that you went the exact same speed, but there was six feet. Mm-hmm. that you couldn't you use to, that I, I was in. You, I have to give you more space. I that, was, yeah. I'm just saying my bike is, you know, going to be four feet long and there's a couple feet in front and behind. So there's six feet. You could have been six feet in front of where you were mm-hmm. for about 30 seconds. And then I'm going to get that, out of your lane and I'm going to go back into the bike lane or whatever I'm using. You yeah. know what I mean? 
I, I know I know how to do that, and some bikers are good at that. But uh, bike messengers in particular, because they have to get places. They can't get into arguments all day long. Mm-hmm. But, like, so you, I just, I really believe that you can do that. And it's just the reason I think it's important to bring up, like, bending the rules as those vehicles is that, like, we specifically use them, uh, these vehicles, because either the MTA is inefficient or dangerous or whatever. We can't afford, can't afford a car. Yeah, and trying to be more expensive. And um, it's, it's, it's a natural uh, uh, thing that we would lean to, to try to figure out how to get to work with a little less stress mm-hmm. in whatever way we can, especially if we're using our legs to get there. <laughs> like, you know, I just don't understand why we have to deal with so much rage. Yeah. You know, because some of it is justified. A lot of it is not. Yeah. There's definitely... I've been uh, I've been doing some more um, freelancing and, and I've been doing a lot more driving because I'm going on vacation. This is our, our last time we're going to see each other for about a month. Yeah, right. Um, so I've been driving in Manhattan and Brooklyn, mm. and uh, when you make a left turn, usually there's no there's no arrow, there's no left turn light, but sometimes there are. And when I see scooters or bicyclists coming. Even though the uh, the pedestrian uh, signal has the red hand, yeah, I don't assume that they're going to listen to that. Even though I right. have the right of way, yeah, that's you smart. know what I mean. Right. I'm just like I see these people coming, and I know that they're gonna like like bicyclists want to decide when they're pedestrians and want to decide when they're bicycle right. bicycles. Scooters want to decide when they're scooters and want to decide when they're bicycles. Right. So both so both right. pedestrians and scooters sometimes want to be bikes. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like so even though I know I have the right of way, do I really want to hit these people and have to deal with that? Well that adds to a, a second layer. You've the second layer is you've analyzed um like this moment where you're like, I know that I I can go. You know what I mean? But do I really want to have this kind of day? I don't know if that's I that that to me shows the failure of the system that we have in place to create a you know a good safe and efficient um, transportation environment for all these vehicles because what you sh- the only thing I can see to do is be aware of the bikers but also not give them a reason to take over that lane like and to me what I would do in that circumstance is I would let my foot off the brake and then start rolling forward and hit the gas a little bit and start leaning to the right so that they have time they understand I'm about to do the thing that I'm going to do mm-hmm. you know like maybe I would do it differently if there was no lane there like with that moment but it's like you know what I mean I can't I I can't I can't just let this whole group of people just like take over this whole spot mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's usually not like that it's like one at a time. It's not five or six. Okay. You know, but maybe that's different. I don't know. What's it like in Staten Island? There are a lot of bikers. No, there aren't. And that that also, I like, I literally almost hit. A, oh God, was it? A, I cannot remember if it was a biker or a pedestrian. It, it, it must have been a biker. It must have been a biker because I remember retelling the story and I remember saying the words. And there's no bike lane in this part of this this part of the. Sure. Um. There there are bike lanes on like the main strip that I wasn't at yet, but. On the perpendicular street to get to that main strip, there are no bike lanes, right? Okay. So right. I and what happened is exactly what you said. Some some asshole was being petty, and as the light turned green, he went from being parked cut in front of me, and no, wow. no, no. As the yeah, as the light turned green, he cut in front of me, but then was going to make a left. So he intentionally he went from the parking lane. Went from parking across the driving lane. And then put to a, hold up the whole to hold up everybody, yeah. me and everyone behind right. me, waiting to make a left, right. waiting for oncoming traffic. And I'm yeah. like, what? Just wait, you know. Right. And so there is enough because he he is no longer on the right parked. There is room enough for me to get around him uh-huh. slowly. Yeah, right. But I did. Well, guess what? Biker was coming. There's no bike lane. I didn't think to to check for a biker sure, behind sure, me. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, exactly. And I assumed that because we're all so tight waiting for right. this guy to go that he would just that the biker would be like, I'm a vehicle right now. Right. I need to wait. Right. No, tried to go around me as I'm trying to go right. around the other you car. You were dealing with petty on all sides. I was I was and I like <laughs> literally he was so close to me. Yeah, I was just right. like, Oh my god, right. I literally just almost hit this person. Right. And so that's what he should have done in that circumstance was Pay attention to the body language of your car. Mm-hmm. Let you go. He could have gone right after you, and the car behind him wouldn't have even had right. The car behind the way him bikes could, can he could move. See him. Yeah, yeah. He could just be like, "Yeah, you go ahead," and then all of a sudden we flow together. We do this, but he was just like, 
I can Being fit. Heavy. Yeah, he's like, I can fit. No, it's like I, I saw the spot first. I didn't, and I, I didn't know because I'm not like that. If I'd seen him, of course, I would have been like, oh yeah, sure, right. We're gonna be here for a while anyway. Right. And it, it was very much like inching. It was right. just, it was just inching and inching. So he it saw is, me. Right. <laughs> Technically, it is your duty to look in the mirror and see before you do something. But if I'm the biker, I'm assuming that you're frustrated in that moment as the driver. And that you're, I'm looking at the whole thing happen because I'm paying attention mm-hmm. while I'm riding. I'm not just seeing 10 feet in front of me. I'm looking at the block ahead. I'm listening behind me at the same time. This is how you have to ride. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people somehow ride in, especially this city, without riding like that. And I don't understand why, but you're supposed to assume that there are some circumstances where a person can't act in the way that they would if they had all their faculties and if they weren't stressed out. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to know that about other vehicles in certain circumstances, and that is one of them. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to let this person go because she just got cut off. Yeah. And she's going to be a little upset. <laughs> I'm not going to expect her to look in this mirror. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I guess technically it's my job to look in the mirror even if I'm, even, even if the assumption is if there's a vehicle behind me. But without a bike lane. Without yes, a bike lane, it's, it's like really, I wouldn't. You, without I a bike lane, that's actually what adds to, that's what makes the court case even more frustrating. Yeah. You know? It's like if, if you're behind me, then you're behind me and you have to wait for me. Right. But it's like, no, I can go around you. Right. It's like, can you though? I don't right. know. <laughs> can yeah. you? <laughs> and maybe even legally, like that's the whole thing. If there is no bike lane, then there's no basis for you to have to check for something like that. It's just more like in general. Yeah, that's in general, of course they would have done that. You know. In general, but, but me, but me knowing that I've been sitting here for several seconds, inching, of course, you know, uh, I don't know. But the, but the point is that um, yeah, that I can't. You know, I think that people think that other people can read their minds, right? And it's like I can't. I don't know what right. you're planning to do. Well, the the again, this whole I love just bringing this up because all these videos are talking about this, especially with the Alabama brawl. Um, but the fuck around and find out like (laughs) this applies very, very clearly to all that I'm trying to say. If you break the rules, you have to understand what you are putting yourself in and you can't look at anybody else upset Mm -hmm. that then you almost got hit by something when you were running a red light, right? when you were doing what you were doing. You can't be mad. Like I'm doing, I'm saying that I'm doing this yeah, and I'm saying that I am looking everywhere while I'm riding and I'm paying attention all the time Mm -hmm. and I'm going across this red light because it's a boulevard and I can see a hundred feet in either direction Mm -hmm. or whatever the hell it is Mm -hmm. and I know I mean I I I, if I have music it's on a speaker not in my headphones right so like in general I can hear engines Mm. you know I you you have to use everything to your advantage well I have a Prius so you won't be able to hear me coming yeah you guys are the problem (laughs) (laughs) Us in our electric vehicles are still quiet. <laughs> I'm thinking about it actually because I think by the time I actually do get things together to get an actual motorcycle, oh, it'll probably God. be yeah, it's gonna happen at some point. Oh wow! It's probably just gonna be too late to really enjoy like Harley life because you know it's gonna be like an electric Harley. You need to you need to have electrics just because it's it makes more sense now. But yeah. like. How unmanly that. is that? Like a masculinity thing that men are gonna have to deal with? Like, oh, it's all electric. I mean, uh, probably, <laughs> probably. Does it know. make that really loud? Brr, 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 that right. burns my ears and makes me want to throw up. You know, what my dad's impression so of that loud. sound is no, no, no. I think you'll like it. It'll make, it'll make you laugh, just because you'll hear him from now on, and then you'll think about something ridiculous instead of the annoying sound. Okay, he just goes. Potato, 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 yeah. Potato, I like that. That's how the, that's how the, the sound of a Harley. It's not, it's Potato, 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 That's when they're like going really slow. But when, I'm talking about when they're, when they're stopped, when they're stopped and they intentionally do that. Yeah. That shit, like I have to roll up my window. It is so, it hurts my head. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't actually want a Harley. I want like. I kind of want like a cafe racer, like a James Bond, you know, or Mission Impossible kind of mm-hmm. kind of one, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Oh, interesting. But either way, when that happens, it'll be too late. We'll be able to enjoy the sound of an engine. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a, gen- a hard life. generations of people who don't know what gas engines sound like. Yeah. They're yeah. going to be like, how loud were they? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> what? But there were people like a hundred years back, wasn't the, what was weren't the coal, uh, engines spewing out black smoke right. at all times you know, right. like, and, and i'm sure people were breathing that in like we're we don't know what that life was like right we have horsepower and 
They had horses. They had horse. Yeah. They yeah. Had right. Horse. They had right. one horsepower. Right. They had one horsepower. One horse. Survived on one horsepower for <laughs> centuries. And also, um, the first, uh, the first cars, like the very, very first cars, of course, were uh, stick shift. You know, and, yeah. and so if you sure. like, you really had to know how to use a car back then. Yeah. Like now, it's just okay, one pedal for go, one pedal for stop, and you right. t- and you turn the thing, and it turns. <laughs> it's real easy. But, like, yeah. if someone tried to teach me how to drive a, a Ford Model T, I'd be like, listen, right. I'm, I'll just walk. Right. Right. It's <laughs> can, a week-long walk. I'll, yeah, I'll get there. I'll, I'll see you next week. I'll get there eventually. Right. So. Right. I'll be there for happy hour. <laughs> in, in a week. Next, <laughs> yeah, next yeah. week's happy in a week. hour. Yeah, yeah. I learned mm-hmm. how to drive a stick shift, but I didn't practice. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think I might be able to figure it out, but I only did it, like, two or three times mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. you drive a stick? No. Okay. I can't. Yeah. Right. Didn't mean to call you out or anything. I, I can't really either. You what? You, I, you talked over my joke, Phyllis. What? I what said I, I could. I can't drive a stick. I can ride a stick. I'm sorry. She can ride a stick. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're saying. Not for very long. I have asthma <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lose my breath very quickly, and, and my and my quads start to burn. That um, doesn't depend on the stick. No. Okay, wait, hold on. No, no, no. Wait, wait, I get, I get, I get what you're saying. Uh, actually, no, guys, so you still have to do a lot of work, even if you're being helped along. Like, you still, right. there's just a lot of, right. it's just, and it gets sweaty. Sure. Yeah, it does get sweaty. It does. That's the ideal person, I think, you know. Yeah. I don't know, dry, non-sweaty <laughs> sex? Yeah, I prefer not. Really? I prefer. I mean, in front of a nice fan, maybe, you know, or. But like, a wind, an open window. It's <laughs> sweaty, man. <laughs> Put some work into what it. What a transition, huh? <laughs> Put some work in. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, well, we started with vehicles. We ended up in sex. Yeah. Um, we kind of always we do. end up in sex. Yeah. But that, I think that's just because it's just so natural, you know? What do you think sex on a scooter would feel like? Cramped <laughs> and dangerous. <laughs> I, would want, I would want someone... Driving the scooter and then me and my partner. So it has to be three people. So you need a driver that's, you need to, might want to make sure the driver's not involved. Right, yeah, yeah. That kind of takes the fun out. Well, (laughs) I'd prefer to not die. Only one of us, as far as I know, has actually been hit by a car. And um, I don't, I, you know, I try to avoid it as much as possible now. Oh, no, no. (laughs) I I haven't been hit by a car. I've hit a car (laughs) on my bike. Mm. Yeah, again, Mm. their fault. This is developing a pattern. I don't mean to suggest that I just, it's all everyone. I mean, it was, <laughs> was, you know, I've been in a couple of scrapes that most of them were my fault. Some of them was, a, it was a, it was a collaborative effort. Mm. You know, it was both of us not really doing what we should have been doing. I'm trying to think. I, I think I only had one accident that was my fault that was, uh, driving, but I literally, I was just 17 and I, it was just so stereotypical. I just saw this woman <laughs> oh. and I rear-ended someone. Oh, that's all that happened. Oh, <laughs> you should at least try to get her phone number uh, yeah. afterwards, yeah. you know, oh. yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, you're a witness, right? You know, like, <laughs> I need a witness. That's great. I was driving home from work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, the one with the, with the, um, uh, hitting the car, it was a PT cruiser and I dented the shit out of his passenger door. Uh-huh. With my shoulder, I just leaned into it, you know, wow. because I was like, well, you know, it was, it was just begun to snow. Yeah. So the braking power was much more limited. Mm-hmm. And uh, this person was going to cross from a neighborhood street to a neighborhood street. And I was biking on the main street on the right side. There was, again, no bike lane, but I was on the right side of the mm-hmm. road. And I was wearing a jacket that was like stop sign red, mm-hmm. you know, like extremely visible. And... When you're driving from like straight and there's someone coming on your left side about to cross perpendicular to you, you can't see their, you can't see one of their blinkers. Right. In either side, you can't see one of their blinkers. Mm -hmm. So I saw him beginning to cross the street. I was like, there's no way he's going straight across. He must be turning left. Why? You just thought you just He wouldn't do that to me. Oh. No, no, because it was too late already. Oh. It was too late for him to cross. Okay. So when I saw him pulling out, I was like, I really, really hope this man is not doing what... Oh, he's doing it. Yeah. Like, that's how quick it happened. Yeah. But I was like, is he turning left and I just can't see... No, no. he's going fucking straight. And then I just dug yeah. into it and I le- dented the shit out of his car. Yeah. That you know? sucks. It was like, you you see me coming. 
Yeah. Or you just didn't, you know. You, you know, know. The, uh, to be honest, sometimes we don't because there, there are more blind spots than just um, where the mirrors don't see. Just the side, just, uh, I don't know what it's they're It's where the, the, where the windshield. I was fitting right into that area. Yeah, like where, yeah. The, where, the, where there's car, but there's the there's window. Car. There's where there's where car. There's car. <laughs> there's car there. <laughs> On the right side is the passenger window. There's and, car skin and bone and there's car skeleton. There's car skeleton. Where the, the car, car skeleton, skeleton gets in the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, car, full, whole cars, people, bikes fit in there. <laughs> I bet you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been there where you're just like, oh my God, where did right. you come from? Right. And it sucks, right. you know? Um... Also, if it's snowing, you like you should be more careful anyway. You know. Yeah, just, absolutely. Just Take that of... extra second and be like, are, "Am I sure I didn't see anything?" Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, whenever I do this, I always like I don't stay in the same position. I'll lean forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean to remove the angle of the car skeleton. Mm-hmm. You know that's blocking my view. But yeah, yeah, no, he just went for it. Oh. <laughs> that sucks. I've well, never done that. I've never. I've never done that. I also am the person to like. Even when I, even when I, people behind me are running the red light, it's three in the morning. I'm like, no, I'm gonna stay at this red light. Gotcha. If there's a stop sign, I'm gonna stop at the stop sign. Right. I don't right, ever, right. I don't ever want to be in a situation where I just get caught up because there's a. I actually did get a, a couple of seatbelt violations, and one of them, I just got caught up. I came from a store, out of the parking lot, and there's a light right where you come out of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Didn't have my seatbelt on. Uh, uh, unmarked car just sitting there. Right. Doing whatever. Right. Just looks over and goes easy yeah and i was right, right there right. at the red light you know right, if it was right. a green light he wouldn't have seen me sure so like i've done that but never like the moving violations mm-hmm. like i don't go out of my way to be like no one's around this red light doesn't count you know what i mean i i'm i'm with you 100 percent on that like all of the rules i break are usually because i'm using my legs to get me somewhere or because like you know i'm tiny and it doesn't matter <laughs> you know <laughs> Like that's kind of what i'm what i'm doing like if i'm in vehicles and i have the power of an accelerator pedal mm-hmm. I don't have to, and I have walls around me, and I'm chilling. Like, I don't have to break rules when I'm in a car. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. I have a car, you know, but all these other things, it's like, we are definitely taking our life in our hands, mm-hmm. you know, and I just kind of feel like that's how the way, that's how respect should work in the transportation community. Mm-hmm. The more dangerous, the more danger the person is in, the more you pause for them. Mm. that's how I feel like that kind of the way it works mm-hmm. now doesn't mean people don't abuse that and also just like get you in trouble yeah. as the person that actually uses that exact same math to then get you in trouble as a driver for hitting them in a circumstance like that yeah so it goes both ways but in an ideal world that's what I think it should be I ha- what do you think about this um this is a question not a question but this is something that um Last year, I did uh, I did two things. I did Power Hour, where my cousin asked me six, 60 questions, and I took a shot of a of like a drink I made, hmm. and um, and answered. So that I did, you know what I mean. Whoa. So I took I took what's You're already trying to get me real fucked up, huh? So here's the thing. I knew, <laughs> like if you if you've ever done Power Hour, you basically drink the equivalent of five and a half beers, something like that, mm-hmm. um, or five and a half glasses of wine in the span of an hour. I'll do it. The first 20 minutes are really fun. <laughs> the middle 20 minutes, you realize you've made a huge mistake. Right, I get you. The last 20 minutes are really yeah. fun again. Listen, I'm about to go to a man's 74-year-old birthday party after this. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Uh, that makes sense. But So I did Power Hour. I also did the... the have you heard of the Pocky One Chip Challenge? No. It is basically... A, Does it involve any blonde pixies? No, thank God, <laughs> thank God. Not every. I'm sorry. Not every cut looks good on every woman. Anyway, that makes um, sense. Yeah. It's just, it's just like sometimes That's it's just, just not. It's people. not for you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it's a it's a challenge where uh, you get one chip in a coffin shaped box. And there's rules to it. You eat the chip. Oh my chip. God, I'm already traumatized. Yeah, you eat the chip. It's one chip, and it has the hottest uh, peppers like in the world in it. In a coffin. And it's, it's Was this the invented bo- by white people? Yeah, of course. This game? Of course. <laughs> playing with death all the time after yeah. I just talked about breaking all the rules in, in, on scooters. I it's know. Like, this, is our, this is my people. <laughs> well, this is how, you like, I'm not going to be climbing Everest and dying on the side of a mountain and my body freezing over. Like, right. this is my, this is my way of, like, thrill-seeking. Right. And also clout-chasing. 
because um, <laughs> this is who I am now. I make content now. So this is what it is. Right. But um, but during that hour, like if you make it five minutes, there's one title. If you make it, I don't know, fifteen, there's another. If you make it a half an hour, it's a different title. If you make it the hour, then you're whatever the word is like, not champion, but something like that. Like you beat the game, right? Okay. If you can go an hour without drinking or eating anything after you eat the chip, sure, you win the game, right? Right. And there are no rules about after you win the game. Yeah. So some people were like, because I definitely had a breakdown, I had a meltdown and tripped off all my clothes and threw up. Right. So someone was like, if you threw up, then you didn't beat it. I was like, there are no rules about after you beat it, what you can and can't do. So I still won. Right. If there are rules that are like, you can't throw up for the next 12 hours or your win is rescinded. Okay, then. Well, but did the person saying that to you, did they do it? No. Then no, they were the commenting. Exactly. Yeah. So, then shut up. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, we don't care what you think. Exactly. We don't, I, I, don't, I don't read comments anymore. I don't respond to comments. I just... It's, right. My cousin sometimes right. looks at them. Well, but I did it. I didn't throw up. I didn't like throw that, up. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, I know what your, your, your next day was like. I'm still annoyed <laughs> by you, but at least I know what you said is true. Yeah. Like, and I, I understand that that's something there, but like, no, I don't care what you think if you didn't do it. But what... So, one of the, one of the things that uh, uh, questions I was asked because I was asking my cousins basically to distract me for the next hour. I was like, okay. just let's just ask me questions. I don't know. Do something. Right. So she just Googled like interesting questions to ask. So I, a- sure. I answered a couple of questions just to keep my mind off of it. Right. Um, probably going to do it this year again. Uh, but I will be prepared. I will be wearing um, a matching bra and panty set. Mm-hmm. And at an hour and one minute, I'm going to go get my toothbrush. <laughs> it's right. coming up. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to pre- preemptively puke it up because I know it's going to happen anyway. And they'd yeah. rather not be in pain for the next 45 minutes. Gotcha. But anyway, the point is, one of the questions she asked me is, um, can you name something that a family member, like a good piece of advice that your family member gave you and what was it? And it was like, ooh, my family doesn't have a... <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's interesting, yeah. But one of the things I was like, you know what, my, my mom told me this a long time ago and I think it's true. You need to pay attention to the way, and I'm heterosexual, so a man, but like a person, right? You need to yeah. pay attention to the way your partner drives. Because the way they drive with you in the car is the way they're going to treat you in the relationship. Yeah, and I yeah. found that to be accurate. Right. When someone is a careless, reckless, daredevil driver with you in the car, right. they're also most likely going to be careless and reckless and thrill-seeking in the relationship mm. and, not, and not be a healthy partner. Right. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense just because when you are, I mean, it's kind of a very intimate thing. If you're, if you're, I mean, even though it doesn't seem like that, if you're driving a car and someone else is in the car, then you are responsible for their life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You absolutely are. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you're having fun driving has nothing to do with the fact that they've trusted you to drive them somewhere. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. You know, that makes complete sense. And I still, you know, still believe I can drive irresponsibly responsibly. By yourself? <laughs> what about with someone else in the car? So with someone else, I would basically, like, if especially on the scooter, because I've had friends on the scooter with me too, like, I would just basically give them the choice at the beginning. I'm like, I drive how I drive. I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable on this ride. If you want, we'll stop at all the red lights. We'll do everything right. You know what I mean? If you trust me, then I'll drive how we drive. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it up to them. Okay. You know? And just kind of started off like that because I know what I want to do. I'd be like, all right, let's take a slow ass fucking ride, you know, <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> and it's still fun, you know. It's just I could have gotten there faster. Yeah, that's all. It's there are worse things. There are so worse I, things. I still, I still consider like whatever it is that you're calculating, whatever math is mathing, mm-hmm. should have respect in there somewhere. So if you have respect for the other person and you understand that you do this this way. And then <clears throat> picture yourself sacrificing doing it that way and not doing it that way anymore and then being frustrated and then balance that out with them being afraid for their life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a trade. It's an easy trade, you know, for some people. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it should make sense to, to me that people would process information like this. You know, I know that a lot of adults aren't adulting. No. So, um, they also but, think they own the road. Got to share the road. Yep. Yep. It's like any any road that I am on or intend to be on in the future is mine, and everyone else is encroaching. I I'm letting everyone else borrow my road. Right. You know, and at right. any point I can take, I can rescind that offer and make right. it my road again. Right. It's like no, mm-hmm. that's not how this works. <laughs> right. 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 
it also does go both ways, I think, too, where, like, if I was, like, in a relationship with someone and I love driving the scooters or I have my motorcycle if I have one or whatever, you know what I mean? And that person is someone who doesn't feel comfortable with me driving the way that I'm driving, it would then, I also have the right to be like, well, I don't like taking trips with you like this Mm -hmm. that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I'll do it. We'll do it sometimes to go somewhere. But, like, in general, no, I want. I also want to drive how I drive. Yeah. You know? And so that it's okay to still feel like that. Yeah. You know, you don't have to shut your own feelings off. No. Uh, just because you've respected someone else. There was a, there was a game. Like, when my family gets together, we love doing game nights. There was one game with that I ended up winning. And, be, like, I forget the name of the game, but basically it was, like, a Power no- Hour? No, it was not. <laughs> Actually, that would be fun to play Power Hour with, with my family. family. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Oh my god, the questions. There'd be a fight, like, in the first half No, hour. no, we wouldn't. No, no. The, the, <laughs> we don't... There are definitely fighters in the extended family, but, like, uh-huh. in the close-knit family, the girls' night, and, yeah. and subsequent, like, cousins, right. we, we're, we would just laugh our asses off, which is why I love hanging out with this, these family members in particular. Yeah. Um, but there was one game where, basically, you had to hand out a card that said something something really fucking annoying on it yeah and decide who of the group deserved the card and you would vote who, who and if once you got seven cards you quote unquote won the game okay. which means you're like the most annoying person oh wow <laughs> so like you cut you lose but you win right you know? what an award <laughs> yeah so yeah. i won um okay. <laughs> <laughs> i won that game and then after i was out <laughs> they kept giving me cards after i won the game right because the cards were just so easily given to me yeah so instead of winning with se- seven cards and one with 15 cards. That's how annoying you are? That's how annoying <laughs> <laughs> um, And one of them was thinks they're a great driver but really is terrible or something like that. And I, and most of the time, like, I'm very self-aware. So when a card was like, oh, that's me, I'd be like, just give, just don't even vote, just give me the card. Right. And everyone would. But for this one, I folded my arms and I sat back and waited because I knew what everyone was going to say. Right. They were going to be like, Georgia, she's always driving, she's always like eating a sack or putting on makeup or driving right. with her knee and I'm like go ahead go ahead go ahead everyone's driving like your knees is cool that's not annoying I learned I, I learned I learned from the best I learned from an ex so yeah. <laughs> I used to hate it when he did it and he did it with a stick shift oh you know wow, what I mean that's talent it, yes and yeah. he drive drunk anyway the point is got um, you got you <laughs> it was okay. like it was, so, it was a lot of different things mixed a little evil one. can evil a little bit. And I'd always be like, can you just, when I'm in the car, can you just not drive with your knee? Right. But he, he refused to not do it. <laughs> and then I learned from the best, so now I do it. If right. someone if someone asked me to not drive with my knee, I'd ask them to not be in my car. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, I can't both, wait till he hears this. We both have. Right. We both have the right to want what we want, right? But right. The, but the point is, right. we, I was just waiting for everyone to look at me. And I was like, this one I will not take. When have I ever... When have I ever said I was a good driver? Oh. I've never said that. Gotcha. I am self-aware. You knew who you were. I know who I am. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. one is not mine. Right. So they, wait, what was the actual prompt of it again? Like, somebody Someone thinks who, they're a good driver? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then, okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> right. I know who I am. <laughs> they, wanted, they wanted to put it on you, but it was like, I listen, I, I took all 15. <laughs> yep. You know, with grace, mm-hmm. I cannot accept. And humility. This one, humility. I cannot accept right, this one. Right, right. This is a bridge too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna drive across that bridge badly. Mm-hmm, badly. <laughs> and I haven't. I hate saying it this way, but like I, ha- I'm no, no. I'm not gonna put it out there. And there's lots of stuff to knock on wood. I didn't even say it. I when I was younger, I was in multiple fender benders. Again, either my fault or a collaborate a, cl- a collaboration of both of us not yeah. not doing what we should have been doing. Right. But I've obviously learned a lot since then, and I learned to drive in the city in Brooklyn only in the past couple of years, and I used to avoid that like the plague. Got you. Back in my day, we used to be able to put our our cars on the Staten Island Ferry and driving to Manhattan. And then the Twin Towers came down and we couldn't do it anymore. Wow. So. The cars were a security risk? I guess. Is that, that was when the Probably, transition happened? Probably, yeah. That's when, that's when the transition happened. I was like, and I used to do, you know, just, I used to, I was the only one in like, uh, in, in the, in the front group in high school and college with a car. Mm-hmm. So I was like the designated driver. We used to go, go club back when I could wear heels for eight hours. You yeah. know, we used yeah. to go clubbing right. and then you take the ferry, but you know, right. but now, but, uh, but yeah, so I was just like, I, I know who I am. I don't go out of my way to break the rules, especially now, even before this whole like cops pulling you over and you not knowing if you're going to survive that interaction, right. even before that, right. I've just, I've always been risk averse. I'm just a risk averse person. Right. I don't right. gamble. I don't, you know, I don't run red lights, even if 
no one is around, I don't. Because mm-hmm. to me, getting home three minutes earlier is not worth the potential bad that could happen that I 100% know would be my fault. If right. I know it's my fault or going mm-hmm. to be my fault, I won't do it. Sure. You know? Yeah, I get you. So. Okay. Uh, that made me think of something too. Is it... Is it I feel like I'm going to even ask this question stupidly, but do you think uh, there's anything to the energy that was around the stop and frisk that was going on translating into the pulling over? Mm. You know, like having like an outlet for racism to exist. I I think that they both were in the zeitgeist, like even before stop and frisk, the, the being pulled over. Thing was there. Was there. It was, yeah. it was there first. Right. It was there first. It wasn't necessarily like something that I was paying attention to because stop and frisk, I think first got started when I was in high school, but it was, but I, in Staten Island, like we didn't really have to worry about that. That was mm. more of like a city, quote unquote city thing. That was more of like a Brooklyn, Manhattan, Bronx, Queens thing. In Staten mm. Island, you're not going to have as many cops or like resource officers just stopping people in Staten Island it it just at least like it wasn't in the neighborhood I was in well that's yeah I think it's pervasive now um doesn't it seem like it's everywhere stop and frisk no no pulling people over Uh, pulling people over okay yeah Yeah. yes 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 the advent now how how often I misunderstood you were saying stop and frisk wasn't really happening in Staten Island right in the city sorry sorry I didn't sorry I didn't didn't, um, parse those two things yeah stop and frisk I didn't see happening in Staten Island doesn't mean it didn't happen it just meant wasn't happening within my range okay um pulling over I'm sure was happening to a degree probably less than in the other cities just because we're not as populated yeah so right but um but now with the advent of all of these all this body cam footage and all Mm. this uh, cell phone footage um i'm aware of what could happen if i were to break the law and give a cop a reason to pull me over like i wasn't aware of that until until all this started coming to light i wasn't aware that it was an issue that i needed to worry about because it was like a black man thing you know what i mean but just as a just as a black person and I've seen women getting the, the shit kicked out of them yeah. on camera. I've right. seen it. Right. Now I'm like, okay, I'm not going to give a cop a reason. Right. You know? Yeah. Just, I'm not, just in case. Even if I don't see them, they could be way yonder. Right. They can see me. I can't see them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to do it. Right. But. Right, right, right. No, it's real. It's happening. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it just seemed like they were both sort of like, um, I don't know, generational tools <laughs> that like, that was just, you know, being used to, to, to accomplish that goal, mm-hmm. you know, in different forms, different decades, sort of like having a different style. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like whether it switches from like destroying stores, you know, burning places and stuff like that. And it's like now there's like this modern version where it's like, we're just going to make sure you can't arrive. <laughs> where you're going. Where like you just don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Like because traveling is traumatic. And it is. You know? That's what. And that's that's why Green Book won a couple of years ago. The Oscar, the uh, the Best Picture Green Book. Um, oh right, right, right. Where yeah. we're in the in this in the South back during uh, Jim Crow and yeah. segregation. Green Book was, if you don't know, was a uh, a book of no. black friendly places that traveling black people could go safely so don't like go to go to this gas station in this town don't go to you know don't go to that one go to this restaurant well they'll seat you and they'll serve you you can't go to that one yeah so the green the green book was like the green light of where it was safe for black people to travel in america at that time and that book it was definitely a pandering oscar because it wasn't that good of a movie and there were Mm. other movies that should have won over it but yeah. Green Book won, and and I think, it, I don't know if Oscar So White was before or after this, but... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't remember, because I don't remember how old I think that before. movie is. Um, um, oh, I don't remember exactly, though. Yeah, yeah. it's it, the pandemic just made everything a blur. It right. happened sometime in the past 10 years. Can't right. tell you when. Right. But when Green Book won, you know, there was a collective... From from from, sure. from the black community, like sure. mm, right. Thanks. We would much rather just not have racism, but we'll take this Oscar. Right, know? right, right. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> well, it's kind of tricky because, like, that whole like when that was when that was happening. Like, I imagine like there's a double edged sword also of like creating that because then like word gets out about this sort of log of places that are safe, and then people, those places would get attacked as well. Yeah, to ruin those spaces. The, the the existence of cataloging them as a safe space mm-hmm. is a new risk. Yeah. That adds to the potential exposure of this 
very protected, intended to be protected message. This, this, a similar thing now with, with having rainbows and pride flags on mm-hmm. businesses. You are, you're both signaling to people who want to feel safe and people who don't want those people to right. feel safe. To, right. It's like, do you want to put that target on you? Yeah. Because now I know who's, now I know who's friendly, who's right. gay friendly or trans friendly or whatever. Right, right, you right. You know, and those places are not allowed to exist. We don't like your kind around here. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Um, that's for sure. So, hate. <laughs> next <laughs> next time uh, on the next episode, yeah, of everything's fine with, with Georgia and Yoni. We'll talk about hate <laughs> or or something else. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll decide where we want to go with that one. That's right. But That's uh, right. thank you so much for for joining us and and listening to us uh, rant about. Absolutely. About driving. Right now, I only minutes. hate pedestrians. That's it. Just pedestrians. <laughs> only hate pedestrians. Only pedestrians. I love everyone else. Mm-hmm. I hate pedestrians. Okay. Even if I'm walking. <laughs> so, you, so you are self-hating. <laughs> That's why you date black women. We figured it out. We figured it out. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was, yeah, this was wonderful. It was interesting. Yeah. I, I feel fine. Okay. Good. I feel fine, too. We hope you all do as well. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Okay.